Hey, it's Vocalo 91.1 FM. Nudia in the afternoon here with you. You know, we love to bring important Chicago people into the studio. We love to tell you what's happening around town, important things that you should really know around the city. And I remember when I first heard about this, I knew I had to have some guests in. And so, of course, right now, if you haven't heard, there is this play happening, Trial in the Delta. And it is about the murder of 14-year-old Emmett Till in 1955. It brought national attention to the racial violence and injustice prevalent in the Deep South. Trial in the Delta plays like a reenactment of the actual court proceedings in Sumner, Mississippi in 1955. Now with me today, I do have the co-writers of the piece, Willie Round. Hello, good morning. Hey, how you doing? And G. Riley Mills. Hi, thanks for having us. A.K.A. Gary. That's right. <laughs> so if I refer to him as Gary, don't worry, I'm not losing my mind. Um, so it's so great to have you guys in this morning, because like I was saying, I had heard, you know, when I went to the Collaboration Gala, and that was when there was a buzz because you had been nominated for an, an Emmy. This piece had been nominated for Emmy, and you ended up winning the Emmy, right? We did. Yeah. It was very exciting. It's and just back in December. Did you ever think you would win Emmy? You ever th- that you was hope. not the plan. <laughs> that was not no, the plan. that was never the plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, like the beginning, it was not the plan for this all to evolve to what it is today, especially being Emmy-nominated, let alone winning. It was. I was going to say, yeah, because when I read that you two received access to the final transcripts that were lost for 50 years, yeah, yeah. I wanted to hear more. I was like, oh, my gosh. When I first heard about the Emma nomination, I was like, we have to have you guys in on Vocalo, yeah. you know, like we love arts and culture here. And I was like, we have to have you guys in to talk about it. Yeah. So how, what was the plan? You said this wasn't the plan when you first wrote the script. Yeah. What what was the plan just to make a good reenactment piece and develop something great? Yeah. So when Marion Brooks was doing her studies for the Universal Child documentary, she stumbled across the trial transcripts uh, that was lost for 50 years or hidden for 50 years, if you will. That's insane. So when she got a hold of it, she just originally wanted voiceovers done from the text and dialogue from the script. I mean, not the script, but the transcripts. Uh, So she went to Anthony Mosley of Collaboration, but also um, Anthony Mosley got in contact with Marion Brooks. Marion Brooks got in contact with Anthony Mosley, and she asked him, could she could he hire actors to do voiceovers? And Anthony Mosley saw, read the transcripts and thought that this need, this story needs to be out there. So he called me and Gary to, you know, dissect the transcript and adapt it. And that's how we got here today. Um, yeah. yeah, it started as voiceover. It was just at first going to be voiceover. And then Anthony suggested to NBC, hey, why not do whole scenes mm-hmm. and have actors? And then it went from there to why not do the whole thing? Why not do the whole trial and film it? And so that's when we came in and adapted. It was 400 pages, five days of court transcripts. Most of it pretty boring, right? A court transcript is very boring. (laughs) And so our job was to take the 400 pages, find the narrative, Mm -hmm. and carve it down. It was basically sculpting to create a 90-minute trial. So you you hear all the main points. You get the thrust of the narrative in 90 minutes. And so that's that's what's playing now at the DuSable Museum. And was it, I was going to say, was it a little bit, I mean, I'm sure it was tedious reading all 400 pages, but was it also a little emotional just because oh, you know of the yeah. injustice, you know, reading it, you're like, this is yeah, for, not okay, you know? Yeah, for me, it was very 
mm. emotional uh, many times I had to go for walks just to cope with what I had just read, read. yeah because mm. it was gruesome and it was hard and it um, was a reminder of the progress that we need to make to this day um, judicial system and as far as you know just civil rights for common folk you know so yeah it was it was very emotional I thought that their acts were barbaric the strategies that they used against you know made me till and you know, uh, to pin everything on them as if none of this happened or the two defendants didn't have anything to do with this gruesome act. You know, it, it was just horrific. So reading it and going into details about just looking at all of the information that was at hand, it was it was troubling. It became really clear as we were reading it why that transcript disappeared for 50 years, mm-hmm. why the people in Mississippi who orchestrated the fix was in from the beginning. Yeah. They they made sure the jury were people who would say not guilty for these two murderers. And so reading it, we we understood very quickly, we know why they hid it, because if this would have gotten out 50 years ago and people would have known what happened in that courtroom, it probably would have lit the country on fire. So it was hidden for 50 years. And when we first read it, it read, for me, it was shocking, but it read like a thriller because every witness is painting in a little more of what happened that night with these two with these two uh, alleged murderers and so it was it was like a thriller it was it was it was wild to just read what happened and the courage of the black uh, witnesses who came forward Mamie Till Willie Reed Uncle Mose the courage it took to go into that courtroom knowing all these people were all these white people were you know, ready to, to lynch them, uh, to, to have them get in there and point out those murderers and, and testify, it, it took more courage than I can even imagine having. Yeah, yeah I, I, exactly. I know I I was shocked. I actually didn't know that the transcripts had been, is it quote unquote lost for 50 years or? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah about around they were never, 2003? Never, to 2005. Five. Five. Uh, 2005, I think they came came about, but yeah, the, the story that we've heard is that a college student was doing a thesis paper, yep. and the one piece he didn't have was the transcripts. And he did, got an interview with one of the defense attorneys for the, for the murderers, and they were drinking some whiskey. They were in their cups a little bit, and uh, he said, man, I'd really like to get those transcripts. I just <laughs> That's can't, <one> way. <laughs> I just can't find them anywhere. And the defense attorney said, well, I've got a copy if you want them, and handed them over. Oh, my God. The only thing that was missing was the closing Closing arguments. arguments. Yeah. So we get the transcripts. We're excited. We're reading the 400 pages. Can't wait to get to these closing arguments. And it's like the ending's gone. The ending ending was gone. So what we had to do is we knew we had to have that in the play. So we had to go back to many other sources. There are some really great books uh, on Emmett Till that we went to those and found pieces of the closing argument. Documentaries. And documentaries. And we were able to piece together... These closing like a arguments, puzzle. like you had to it's get a like bunch a puzzle. Of, oh, okay. And for me, that's the my one of my favorite parts of the play are these closing arguments. And it's interesting because the defense attorney, a lot of the arguments he used back in 1955, are the same arguments they used against Ahmaud Arbery yeah. in that in that murder trial. This isn't about race. Mm. This isn't about race. It's just murder. Let's focus on the murder because he knew the audience. He knew the jury. And if if it was about race, it for sure was going to go the wrong way. Yeah. So it's and interesting. It was an all-white jury, correct? All-white jury. Yep. All men, all white, handpicked by, by the the defense, or the sheriff. That's that's insane. And and I know I really thought this was a great 
timing also to bring you guys in because a lot of people are upset that Till was not nominated in the yeah. Oscars. Yes. Yeah. As well, and I know we chatted a little bit before we started the interview, and uh, you guys kind of feel like some of the actors maybe got robbed not being nominated in, in the uh, the Academy. I mean, kudos to those actors because even our actors, it's a heavy weight for these actors to carry. I mean, there's words, uh, de- degrading words being said that these a- that actors apologize for ahead of time, and to uh, this story is so heavy, and it was actually you know the birth of the civil rights movement. So for it not to be acknowledged, in yeah, the especially the actress nominated, playing. yeah, the actress playing Mamie Till was amazing. Yes, yeah, it just shows. Uh, I don't know what it sh- says or what it shows, but it doesn't feel good. Yeah, definitely. I know. Um, it has been like contro- It has been controversial. I know. I'm I'm on Twitter a lot. Sometimes I have to get off. <laughs> you know, because you could you say that be sure. you know it could get you really mad. But I I guess the most important part is that the story is being told. Yes. You know, um, I know like for the trailer and things. I think like Whippy Goldberg said in one of the the opening trailers for Till, like this is a story that was told to her since she was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, and um and for people that aren't as familiar with the story, especially maybe people that didn't grow up in the South or maybe people that aren't really super knowledgeable about the civil rights movement. Maybe all they know is like Dr. Martin Luther King or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I had, I hadn't really heard that much about it. And I was, and I was thinking, I was like, Oh my gosh, now that there's these pieces coming out, I think it's so great that the story is actually out there, I guess. And then the way that the story is told is important too. Yeah. They did a great job in the movie by not showing any violence violence against Emmett. I thought that was really great. In our production, we make a point. There are some projected images of the store and some of the some of the the key elements of of the trial. But one decision that we made early on was we're not going to show that picture of Emmett from the casket or from the the slab when he's uh, when he's with the Undertaker. Uh, we just weren't going to put that in as part of the the show. It's you know there's description of what happens, but we chose not to do that as well. But there's other many ways in this production that makes it immersive and feels like you're on a time machine, literally right there in that in that time. Yeah. From uh, you know, I don't know if I want to give it away, but audience members are sitting amongst witnesses, you know, hidden oh, in the wow. crowd. Really? So they, yeah, they That's really don't cool. know that. The crowd's man. in the courtroom. So the crowd is in the courtroom. We added um sounds of, you know, points in the script where uh or the play where there might have been laughter yeah. at something or there might have been gasps, you know, or, gasps or anything, reactions of the crowd added those to make it a more immersive feel so people can actually experience this history a moment in time. And how long is it playing till? I think there's only... There's only four more four shows. Four more shows, you were so saying? Get your tickets. Please get those <laughs> Collaboraction.org. Yeah, four more shows, Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. That's the closing. And this cast is fire. They are so good. I know, and I mean, it won the Emmy, and so it's it's so great to see great art happening in Chicago, and it, important stories to tell. I think that's one thing on Vocalo, we're storytellers, you know, we tell the stories of Chicago, and, but not only Chicago, but stories that people need to know, yes. and I think it's amazing yes. that, that right now this story is being told in so many ways through your play, yeah. through Till the Movie. And so collaboration.org. Now, before we go, what are you guys individually working on? I know you guys probably spent a lot. Of, how long did it take to make this script, by the way? I mean, it sounds like 
month and a half. Oh. We we had yeah. to do it fast for NBC for, to shoot the NBC yeah. version. Yeah. So that version was like a month and a half, just really putting our head down and getting at it. Yeah. And then we've developed it since then. And this the version we're doing at Disable is different than the NBC version. Yeah. It's slightly different. Oh, the okay. opening and closing, there's some really interesting things that we're doing there. But uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time together. And we have one project, uh, a movie called Broke Down Drone that yes. we wrote together. And it's a love letter to the west side of Chicago. And that has been playing all over the country. And it's uh, premiering in London yeah. in two weeks. And also just premiered at Olive Harvey first film festival that they had, that they just had. So very excited about that. So when so it's premiering in two weeks, you said? In London, yeah. In London. And then so when will, will it be available for... So it's playing festivals in the U.S. It played at the you know the the Man's Chinese Theater in L.A. where Star Wars premiered. Oh, we, we went out for that. It premiered out there. That's kind of that's a big deal. Big deal. Yeah, yeah it was super was fun. Say. The cast came out. But London, we've been really excited about. So I'm actually going to be in London. So I'm going to go to the premiere. I'll say, the, are you guys going to London? I am on the 20th. I, I won't be there, the but Gary going out there to represent. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be amazing, though. I can't I can't wait for the Londons. And he to stars in it, his first movie. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, he's, he's amazing in it. So when will it be able for us We're gonna to see? Prob- when it's done with the film festival circuit, we'll probably post it on one of the yeah. one of the platforms so it can be seen widely. Okay, perfect. So we'll make sure to follow those. So how do we follow you guys and your your journeys? Instagram mom, you can follow me at Mud Life Rock M U D L I F E R O C all together. Mud Life Rock at at Instagram. Yeah. And I'm at G Riley Mills. Pretty easy. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Gary and Willie, for being in with us today. Make sure to go get your tickets for Trial in the Delta. Only four more shows, collaboration.org. Thank you guys so much for being with Vocalo. Thank, thank you. you.